Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue into the book of 1 Samuel. We have made our way to chapter 16, so we're going to be looking at chapter 16, 17, and 18 today. Uh, we'll do a bit of a, an overview, and our emphasis shall come from chapter 17, verses 31 through 34. Now, in chapter 16, we're going to be introduced to this uh, uh, son of uh, Jesse, uh, namely uh, David, and um, uh, that. Uh, and in comparison to Saul, he really doesn't look much like a king. Uh, but God assures Samuel that now you you look at a man one way and I look at him differently. I, I see what you can't see. And so David is going to be his chosen one. And so uh, David is going to be enlisted in Saul's service. He's going to be anointed as the successor. And then chapter 17 comes to one of the most you know, noteworthy chapters to be found in the entirety of the Old Testament, this, this battle. Uh, with uh, Goliath, and uh, we see the great faithfulness of, of David uh, and the courage of David, the, 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 the courageous faithfulness and the faithful courage of, of David as he goes out uh, to do battle with this uh, intimidating uh, uh, giant of a man. And then in chapter 18, once again, uh, we're reminded of this uh, great kinship, the great fellowship, friendship uh, between Saul's son, Jonathan, uh, and David and, and uh, the wisdom of, of Jonathan in recognizing the, the, the failures of his own father and recognizing that David was indeed going to be the successor and the, the rightful king. So uh, we see great, a great testimony of, um, of love and faithfulness and even faith uh, in God. And so in chapter 17, we know a bit of the story that Goliath is the giant who torments uh, uh, Israel on behalf of the Philistines. He's terrified everybody. No one wants to go out and do battle with him. This uh, uh, young man, David, shows up there at the battlefield, much to the displeasure of even his own brothers. They don't think much of him. Again, Repeat a repeated motif and a, a motif that's going to anticipate uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. As was Joseph, he is rejected by his brothers. He's ridiculed by his brothers. As would be Jesus, he is rejected by his brothers. So a bit of, of a foreshadowing there of the rejection of the Lord Jesus Christ, but also the success of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and I'll just say this, just kind of in passing, the, uh, this passage is not about uh, you taking your five smooth stones and putting in them in your slingshot of faith and slaying uh, your giants. Uh, it is about what God does to uh, defend and deliver uh, his people. And again, that even though David slays this giant, uh, he is even inadequate as Israel's greatest king to do that which is most necessary, namely deliver them from their ultimate uh, enemy, sin, uh, death, and the grave. Only King Jesus uh, will do that. But we do see something of, of a great picture of faithfulness in David that foreshadows the ultimate faithful one in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so David arrives, and in verse 32, David is speaking to Saul. He said, Let no man's heart fail because of him, because of Goliath. Your servant will go fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You're not able to go out against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth. And he has been a, war, a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father, 
And when there was a lion or a bear or took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered him out of his, out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God. And so David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And David and Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So we see something of the diminishing spirit of Saul, the willingness to let this young youth go forward. But this young youth, in the uh, power of the Spirit of God, goes and stands against the enemies of God's, uh, God's people. He stands on the basis of the faithfulness of God. He, he stands and he does uh, battle and uh, defeats uh, this, this uh, great uh, giant, and of course because of that uh, becomes uh, really famous and notorious and beloved uh, for uh, the balance of, uh, of his life. And so uh, uh, David had experienced God's faithfulness. He trusted in the God who was faithful. He was willing to stand against God's enemies. Again, while David's faithfulness was always imperfect, he does anticipate uh, one who did entrust himself to God even unto death, even death upon uh, the cross uh, to defeat uh, a far greater and far more powerful enemy uh, than Goliath ever was. And so uh, it is with the house of David uh, that God ultimately will bind himself in that great uh, covenant uh, to uh, have a perpetual and eternal and all-powerful king on that throne forever. So we see the beginnings of the, of the Davidic monarchy and the great promise of uh, this kingdom. Uh, but we also see the great inadequacies of the king and kingdom that all look forward to its perfection in the coming of the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.